Hello, world. Howdy, folks. First of all, thank you for spending the time to listen to my voice and my thoughts, my hopes and my dreams, my plans, my accusations, my indictments, my optimistic prayer for paradise on earth. Because it is here, and the system is rigged against it. Peace is messy, love is blind, and war is a mistake. The song that ends my first introductory podcast is also by Stub X. When art transcends logic and imparts wisdom, I believe it's magical. And the concept of lichen on a rock while shepherding being maps of the Western world, and not that that sentence even explains that song or even hits the mark uh, and is probably a misinterpretation, but to be able to hear that song and see Stub X play it live in Conshohocken, in Pennsylvania, as well as out on the Deneta, uh, is one of the things that has heavily influenced, affected, changed my life. Changed my life. So it's something that I'm trying to talk about. Here's to peace, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. As I'm learning how to record, one thing that I know I'm missing is fun, and I do have the coronavirus blues, the COVID-19 blues. Apparently, if you're a supporter of Trump, you live in a world where there are high-level deep state government leakers that collectively are known as QAnon, and they somehow are protecting our country by leaking deep state secrets. While reality winner is in jail, prison, while Chelsea Manning is still being thrown in jail whenever they feel like it. While Leonard Peltier has been in jail, prison, my entire life, almost. Leonard Peltier is so innocently, righteously supposed to be a free man that his continued incarceration and his past incarceration invalidates the existence of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We need to free Leonard Peltier. He's been incarcerated for almost my entire life for a crime that there is no proof that he committed. The crime of killing FBI agents who were supporting the literal goon squad. The reason that we have the expression goon squad is because of the racists that the FBI was supporting when they attacked Native Americans that were defending their life and their land. The FBI agents came to their land, sovereign territory. Shots were fired, FBI agents died, Native Americans died. To keep a man in jail for over 40 years for that, when there's absolutely no proof that he is the cause of those FBI agents' deaths. If the FBI is held together by things like torturing a man for four decades for a crime that they can't even prove, then the FBI should no longer exist. Leonard Peltier should be the president of the United States before Joe Biden. So definitely the joys of life are things like laughing, dancing, making love. The goal of my efforts is fun. The goal of my efforts is fun. If there's going to be a democracy that we vote in, then let our votes count. And if we're going to have voting, let it be about good things. Puppet masters controlling the democracy of the United States of America. Stop using votes as a way to hide from war crimes.
Stop pretending that they're counted when they're not. Stop creating multinational corporations and politicians that are willing to and expert at subverting the will of the people. The patriotism that I was raised with, that people died for, that people still die for, has created a society that at best is Disney World, at worst is a gulag. I think the root point of all of this blabbering, all of these noises coming out of my flapping monkey lips, is that if the system is rigged, if bullshit is a part of the transactions of humanity amongst each other and earth, then let it be rigged towards peace. Let it be rigged. Let it be motivated by peace. The concept and the action of war for profit, incarceration for profit, health for profit, these things are not you can see the the train wreck about to happen. You, there's no sustainable outcome. The end result of these rigged systems is funneling power to the few. How can peace be achieved by that? It's not logically possible. Part of human life on earth involves suffering. I don't know why. I don't think anyone does. It's a part of the mix. It's a part of the dance. There will always be conflict in life. And like Maynard Keenan said in Tool, this is necessary. Life feeds on life, feeds on this is necessary. So knowing that, let's build a system that errs on the side of compassion, understanding, sustainability. These are the things that cultivate peace. Yes. There will be mineral extraction on planet Earth. Humans will not stop extracting minerals from Earth. From Halliburton's machinations across the globe for Texas oil, to hippies taking a hike with a pickaxe, mineral extraction exists. We can't live in a society that rewards the rape of Earth. We need to live in a society that rewards the cultivation and protection of earth. There was a world a from Alaska to Chile. People with the English language now call it Turtle Island. I've heard it called in Mexico, I've heard it called Aztlan. For for what white people call the Navajo, the Diné, they call it the Dineta. And their their Dineta is between four sacred mountains, essentially in the heart of Turtle Island. When Another island, I don't know what the indigenous people of that island called it, when they spread across the globe and they found what we now call the Americas, I allege, I indict, that they used drugs and religion to subjugate, oppress, and genocidally, culturally, and physically destroy Turtle Island. So when we talk about where the World Bank is, and when we talk about where the high crimes of war crimes are tried. I think it's a very important point that all of this is centered in the Aryan nations of Europe that created the destruction on Turtle Island. Now, that's about the most nationalistic I'm able to keep a political discussion in the world that I live in. The first encounter the Americas had with Europe was via Spain, via Rome, because Spanish conquistadors including Christopher Columbus, started sailing over here in ship and talking about Jesus Christ, acting, 
for the Pope inside of a separate nation state on earth known as the Vatican. The Vatican being the Catholic Church and declaring itself, or rather the Pope, as having the voice of God, speaking with the voice of God. The Catholics referred to the non-Catholics as Protestants. The first Protestant church, apparently, was not in England, did not involve Martin Luther, it was in a place called Bohemia. John Heckewelder was born in England, a Brit, and when he was like 11, he came to the Americas, and he became a Moravian missionary. The federal government used a Christian missionary to create a dialogue with the first peoples of the Americas. If that isn't already a violation of the separation of church and state, I don't know what is. One of the things that I hope these recordings do is destroy the blog that I created in 2005. The way that I hope to do that is with an audio record of my intentions and actions. Please know that they were all done with a strong desire for righteous peace. In a lot of ways, I am a product of the America that the MAGA Trumpers are willing to fight and kill and oppress for. The America that racist people want to be great again is the America that I grew up in with privileges. I exist as a direct result of generations of militant oppression by the U.S. federal government. My mother's father and my father's father fought in World War II, one against the Germans, one against the Japanese. I would like to remind everyone that the Italians were also involved in World War II and they were not fighting on the side of the European Union or the United States of America. Whether or not they were fighting on the side of the Pope is a question for the Pope, but I don't really understand how any organization can talk about Jesus and wage war and kill and oppress. No, sir. We've got a live one right here. Let it pelt you in a cave. Step right up. Step right up. Life here on Earth is messy. It involves suffering. There are things that are very hard to bear or experience that are a necessary part of this life on Earth. Like Billy Joel said, don't ask me why. But babies are closest to the purity of creation. And mothers are the source. And mothers know better than anyone else how to let the struggles pass, how to work with the struggle, how to make the struggle good. Right now, I'd like to focus my attention on my brothers and sisters that are in both of the camps causing havoc on planet Earth for and against fascism and racism. There's a disgusting expression for what happens when you're at the end of your adolescence and, and you're starting of your adulthood uh, with regards to the uh, stereotypical straight male. And they are, honest to God, the most feared, chaotic element on earth. And those are young dudes from their mid-teens to late 20s, about 14, 15 to like 28-ish. Young, dumb, and full of cum. Pardon my French. For those of you who have been properly indoctrinated 
into the incarceral system by never having been a part of it, I'd like to assure you that all of the people that you're scared to death of being locked up with are also in there scared of the young, dumb, and full of cum. Those are the people that our ill society brainwashes into war, both sides, for profit. And that word profit, capitalism is so dead in the reality of a human experience that at this point to even discuss it as a viable option for planet Earth is genocidally racist. And by the way, capitalism is not in the Declaration of Independence, and capitalism is not in the Constitution. What is in the Declaration of Independence is a genocidal racism, merciless Indian savages. This was a European invasion of the Americas on every level. This is. As I mentioned in episode one, the only clear and rapid solution that has viability that will work, in my opinion, is a handover of the federal and state governments to the tribes who are the land. Because those tribes have an ancient spirituality and wisdom, everywhere I've been, I've been treated as a brother. I cannot say that of the federal or state governments. So if the federal and state governments have been built, are constructed, and continually exist on and continue to destroy the land that these people had stolen from them in lies, written, verbal, legal, spiritual, all broken, there is no other reparation. Give them the house of cards and lies that was built on the genocidal theft of their existence. And when I say we, I mean all of us, both sides, in the interest of all, both sides. There is a strength, vitality, righteous source of energy and potential and hope that is completely hidden in the young, dumb, and full of cum. They are right, but they're learning how to be right. That's the chaos. They're learning how to be right in a world that is doing them wrong. That's why they're either smashing windows or protecting the windows from being smashed. The only viable option for assured success in this ill society is to buy into it. You buy in with your time. You buy in with your work. You buy in with your politeness. We've been at war for decades, if not centuries, for the entire existence of our nation. Go to Rapid City if you don't believe me. The peacekeepers need to keep the peace. You can't do that with guns and billy clubs. That's not how you keep peace. The first time I went to a national rainbow gathering was uh, in Arizona. I think it was 98. On the edge of the main meadow, there was a man who was screaming very upset. And uh, he was probably on drugs. And he was having a life crisis where he was screaming, You left me on that cross. You left me there. And he was making a scene. And he was visibly upset, physically spitting when he was talking, rage in his eyes, pain. He was surrounded like a scene from the dark crystal. He was surrounded by hippies in the woods, in the forest, on the edge of the meadow, and they all linked arms with each other, and they began to om. And eventually the man shouted himself out, and he collapsed forward, hunched over, and started breathing heavily, and the circle of people arm in arm converged on him, and everyone hugged him. And he was weeping, and it was a beautiful and powerful moment for everyone involved. That guy needed that. And in typical U.S. society that isn't gathered in a national forest to pray for peace, that man would have been put in an ambulance in a straitjacket, 
taken to an emergency room, taken to a psych ward, and the entire time filled with drugs for weeks. And the total bill would have been, has been, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And this is polite society that Europe has brought here. This is the world of the political parties, and the country clubs, and the politicians, and the judges, and the lawyers, and the cops, and the military, and the military bases, and the energy sectors, and the automobile sectors, and even the churches, and the synagogues. I can't say that that's true for the mosques. And I honestly don't feel like I have a right or a place to speak regarding anything having to do with indigenous culture. Above reproach, just like the young, dumb, and full of cum, I'm not capable, just like women, just like babies, I'm not capable of criticizing the oppressed. When people are hanging on and reacting to an oppressive system, I can't criticize their actions. That is a part of the system that is oppressing us. That is a part of the war on the quote-unquote middle class. This is all about class. Class comes from aristocracy. Aristocracy comes from Europe. And the people that are living on the streets without proper shelter from nature or other humans should not be punished. And the fact that the majority of humans on earth enjoy either on a daily basis or occasionally to change their minds or lose their minds from plants, from fungus, is so clearly not something to be oppressed, not something to be capitalized on, not something to be exploited. It in fact should be one of the acknowledged bedrocks of our societies. If the United States of America is to truly be a land of freedom, liberty, truth, justice, and the American way, and we're going to continue to have cultures and religions from all over the world mixing together here in a potpourri of cultures, traditions, spiritualities, we need to publicly acknowledge and recognize and give weight to the first cultures that were here, that are still here, that are what here is, that everything else is laying on top of. The white suburban culture that I was raised with involved a lot of television, a lot of booze, and packing yourselves into a church on a Sunday, wishing it was over if it lasted more than 40-45 minutes, spending a lot of time praying and listening to a celibate priest lecture all of us on how to live and how to vote, who to have sex with. And as I grew and began to think for myself, I began to reject that tradition and traveled the USA searching for meaning in my life. And from black people to yellow people to white people to red people, all the people that I've met in my life, they've all taught me that if you're coming from a place of love, People are glad you're there, and they want more help, because everybody needs help, whether they're going to admit it or not. And specifically, indigenous cultures from Africa to the Americas have taught me that humor, honesty, compassion, when they're connected to the earth, when they're connected to where you're standing and what's around you, to nature, you're talking to the divine, you're merging with the divine. The same creator that made us made nature. We are from nature. That creator made us. Everything. Except what we make. What we make is either ours or everything's. And that's our choice. And the people that make things for themselves 
are like dead ends. They're roads that end. And the people that make stuff for everyone are participating in the dance of life. From June of 1847, at age 43, Emerson wrote something in his journals that kind of not only applied then to America, but now to America, and very specifically to our President Trump. Alas for America, as I must so often say, the ungirt, the diffuse, the profuse, procumbent, one wide ground juniper, out of which no cedar, no oak will rear up a mass to the clouds. It all runs to leaves, to suckers, to tendrils, to miscellany. The air is loaded with poppy, with imbecility, with dispersion and sloth. Eager, solicitous, hungry, rabid. Busy-bodied America attempting many things. Vain, ambitious to feel thy own existence and convince others of thy talent by attempting and hastily accomplishing much. Yes, catch thy breath and correct thyself. And failing here, prosper out there. Speed and fever are never greatness, but reliance and serenity and waiting. America is formless, has no terrible and no beautiful condensation. <laughs> also applying directly to Trump is the exact next entry in the heart of Emerson's journals. From June undated, 1847. Criticism should not be querulous and wasting, all knife and root puller, but guiding, instructive, inspiring, a south wind, not an east wind. Life consists in what a man is thinking of all day. Thoreau wants a little ambition in his mixture. Fault of this, instead of being the head of American engineers, he's captain of Huckleberry Party. So, I had, I had a clear thought today about the complete travesty failure that our federal government has become. My thought, before the pandemic hit the USA and the world... I had written in a little notebook because of President Trump and the way that the Republicans are letting him be the president of the United States of America. But but also before President Trump, this was also true pretty much for my entire life. I, I wrote in a, in a notebook about a year or two ago, the federal government has seized control of itself to convince us all to hate it. The federal government has seized control of itself to convince us all to hate it. And today, I was um, getting out of the shower, just had one of those clear crystal moments of lucidity, and it hit me that if the federal government functioned as intended by the founders, and by the Constitution, and by the Declaration of Independence, it wouldn't matter who the President of the United States was at all, because there would be the other two branches of the government to regulate and guide him or her. I'm sorry, ladies. So, interagency organizations of the federal government took over the federal government, definitively starting with Richard Nixon. My proof would be that he started a war that continues to this day against the people of the United States of America. It's called the War on Drugs. The Bush family cemented that unholy arrangement, and uh, Barack Obama, who I did vote for twice, and I think did as good of a job as any single man could do in his position at that time because I haven't walked a mile in his shoes or moccasins. So the perversion of the situation that we're in here in 2020 is that 
the two branches of government that are supposed to be guiding and keeping in check. The third, the president. When cops are choking people to death on the street and therefore their cop stations are getting torched and burned and riots erupt across the nation, my Republican father always told me that I never wanted to live through race riots like he did in the 60s. It was the most horrible thing that had ever happened to the nation. And uh, here are the Republicans instigating them. My base note is, as always, the only way to rectify, to correct, to fix a nation built on lies, stealing land, breaking treaties, breaking promises, breaking vows, is to hand it over to the people who were wronged from the first. I think that many mega-Trumpers will remember there's something in the Older New Testament to the effect of, uh, may the, f- the, the last shall become first and the first shall become last. Yeah, I know that because of a amazing Philly hip hop DJ, artist, comedian, rainbow brother. I'll play the song by him. Thank you, Beastie Rocks. This unit works, so, so I, I search, search and fight, fight. Find the right, right side, side of my mind, state is conscious You watch this, this. this B-Ski will rock yeah. this I got the vibe to make weak southern folks Crazy nauseous, I stay cautious I'm doing damage like a native on some butter squashes My rhyme washes away sin and makes it grin I guess I'm like Jesus, he's my kin I'm related to him, cause my vibe is from within Two two karmic retribution and the warming of the globe The spirit elders of my tribe have sent me to the microphone To let the people know that the show is coming to a close Thanks for coming out, y'all, but when the world blows I hope you know where to go, I came direction on some next shit Due to political tension in the earth section This world is getting hectic But we're all connected That's my perspective Every animal and mineral Is unexpectedly intersected Wait a second That's not cactus That's that other guy Peace to earth first David Gypsy and Julia Butterfly I know you wonder why Your mild high dreams Get destroyed into the void By my third eye beam Or my words seem to be the cream Transcending all stigmas And classification of racist scene I'm an unruly But truly wearing bands of hood my room stinking like ganja, or is it the set of sandalwood? I can't tell, yo, and neither can my mother could. I'm in the hip-hop crew, this guy's in a secret brotherhood. Like some Mayan elders, ancient native storytellers. Fellas of the revolution like black market ganja sellers. I, I call them reactions yeah. like scratching rations or beef matching hip-hop rations. I'm blasting my past in alignment with my karma. I tried smuggling weed through Mexico. I told the cops it was my body armor. They didn't believe me. Damn! I told him it was medicine. I paid him 20 bucks. Smoked him out. Finally, they let me in. So now I'm here trying to remember my past. At the last, I'll be first. And the first, I'll be last. Believe that. The last, I'll be first. And the first, I'll be last.
I was entrapped. I was lied to by undercover police in Noblesville, Indiana. 1998 and um for the two weeks before that i was using lsd constantly and because that was working like paradise on earth when friends started offering me pills i I began to take them as well not even really caring honestly what the pill was just what they recommended because i trusted them and that um that belief that everything made sense and the world was perfect and everyone loved each other uh, led me to getting tackled, beat, and incarcerated for four months while I waited for my trial or even my first hearing. So as an aside, uh, that's one example of why I stand in complete solidarity with Black Lives Matter. The racism and cruelty that some police officers commit needs to be rooted out by all police officers. And there's also a very real discussion about police officers having an entirely different role in an entirely different society. And I can definitely be accused of hypocrisy in the sense that the world that I want has nothing to do with the world that I'm living in. And I am equally to blame as all of the people who programmed me, as all of the people who oppressed me. I program myself and I oppress myself. I'm trying to talk about things that are incredibly difficult to talk about. And the reason why I think it's worth wasting your time is because these conversations that I have in my life face-to-face are real and encouraging consistently. It's why I'm optimistic. It's why I have a romantic idealism. No human is perfect, and perhaps nothing is perfect. Perhaps there's a world of ideas where perfection is like pure math, something that only exists in the realm of thought. The actual transfer of the protons of the nucleus is of the cells of the reaction which produces action. The only way that anything that I say will ever make sense, and the only way that my existence actually has a logic, coherence, and sense to it, is in the sense that there is an impossible magic that allows me to be able to do this to this moment. And when I, when I say this, I mean live. I've, I've often told friends that have talked to me about agnosticism or atheism, my belief is that God is something, that God is beyond human comprehension. I believe God is something that humans cannot comprehend. And proof of that existence, proof that there is something that we humans cannot comprehend is the fact that I'm sitting here talking about it with you, friend, right now. Flipping music and rhymes, we lean to with the times. The music- 
musical notes are matching up with our astrological signs And we practice it, you know we'll get this shit right Cause with compassion and insight, we stand to with a righteous life Home and talk, we all say, blending our say There's a bigger way to sing and play But you got to tune in with the beat that's booming Just for resuming true communion with your lifestyle Just get buck wild, don't get stuck child, creative God my culture keeps evolving, I'm a soldier for revolving, I attack for dissolving, what decay is resolving, head so busy solving when there ain't no problem. From my first words spoken to my last breath, I best describe myself as a ball of consciousness, I'm traveling in life and taking whole steps, ascension towards my goal and steady making progress. I used to be a squat dweller living in the streets, now I live in my cellar making fat beats. Used to rock the back seat with coats and tapes. Bus hopping, now I keep your head nodding when my beats start popping. Every man's an instrument, life is crazy intricate. Your brain connects your hands, moving life's notes in increments. The self is reflection of the whole. Progression is a must where the music's from the soul. Every man's an instrument, life is crazy intricate. Your brain connects your hands, moving life's notes in increments. The self is reflection of the whole. Progression is a must when the music's from the soul. We went so far with Mopa, you know all Pimmobile was full of barley meal and oats and rice and meat so nice with the special spice to entice. We sang every day, spent all the way, then hit the streets to say tunes for pay. Hey, hey, a tune in every way. Uh, what you eat, what you wear, what you buy, how you do your hair, what you cook, how you look, what you took and what you gave, what you bring and what you crave, what you messed and how you slave. I'm in tune with the Dorian and the galaxy. I'll choose the mystery over history any and I'll fight the fight valiantly For I think the talent be a tenth of the pie Understanding the modes takes more than your average eye Well check it, I'm not your average guy I'm not just trying to get by I'm trying to make this music fly And expand my awareness to the sky You ask why, then turn your head in blindness But in these final steps, you'll find the seekers of the finders The seekers of the finders I have many strong opinions about most of the things in my life. I'm not a wishy-washy person. By wishy-washy, I mean someone who isn't willing to put a fine point on any of their opinions, thoughts, or deeds. They're more content with uh, drifting with what happens to them. That's not how I was raised. I don't think it's in my genetics. Either nature or nurture, uh, neither one of them has made me that type of a person. As I continue to release audio recordings, podcasts, old-timey radio shows that you can listen to whenever you want, whatever you want to call it, um, I haven't figured out what to call it other than pod, podcast, blog, blogging, um, these new words for this new digital universe. As I release these audio podcasts, I have a clear point to them, even though it's taken my whole life to get to this point, and 
will take the rest of my life to get to this point. These recordings are an aspiration for a better world, as I see it, as I was raised to see it. I am, I have been diagnosed first at Bellevue Hospital in New York City as bipolar type 1 uh, manic. I'm a maniac. Hell at the moon maniac. So as rational and as, as rational and as polite and as intellectually appropriate for today's current society as relatable and as as comforting as i can make this discussion this one-way rant from me to you it is inevitable that you will understand that i'm also a howl at the moon maniac i am very comfortable with that that's who i am that's that's how i was raised does put people off so uh, be prepared to be turned off by me this the reason i'm talking about all of this is because none of these words actually have anything to do with me if they're worth saying at times in my life i've been accused of christ complex uh messiah complex at times in my life i've been accused of an almost sociopathic, if not sociopathic, emotional detachment from from an emotional situation that someone else is going through. I'm in fact, I believe, possibly maniacally, uh, I believe that I am in fact overly empathetic, that the guiding force of my reality my whole life has been reacting to situations involving any human with an understanding that if it's a bad situation, they didn't intend it to be. <sighs> and I suppose the greatest points of friction in my life have been when, when I've believed that someone has done something intentionally um, to hurt. I am a chatty Cathy is an expression that I heard growing up. I'm a chatty Cathy. My mother's a chatty Cathy, and perhaps that's one of the traits of, of an empathic person. My mother is still Irish Catholic American. I apologize to Ireland. I was raised Irish Catholic in the suburbs of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and her side of the family was the kind of a family where the family priest would come and hang out and drink with my grandparents on a Sunday. One of the jokes my mom loved to tell when I was growing up was that uh, when Father Lyons was baptizing me in the church, he looked at my mother and grandmother and said, well, this is probably unnecessary because he knew that they had that my grandmother had baptized my mother in the sink and my mother had done that for me because they didn't want me to die unbaptized before the priest got to baptize me and uh, in my quest for a more righteous world for all people especially and including women I, I think that's a good example of of ways that women make things work as a result of who my parents are and who my blood quantum family is every word i say cannot help but be framed from a cis white male perspective the last thing that the world wants to hear from these days is a cisgendered white male i understand that point i want women all people of any color of any creed of any nation to have equal voice i guess what i'm trying to do by taking the time to share my rants with the world is to try to flip the script and not lord or dictate my voice but to give my voice and my perspective to women and people of color misogynists people who hate women and racists people who hate of specific color or any color besides theirs seem to argue in popular culture that everything is a threat 
to their way of life, and that's why they need to kill, and that's why they need to hate. When I meet people who are sympathetic to that perspective in my life, we end up agreeing on 95% of the things that we talk about. The 5% that we don't agree on is that they are believers that war and death and pain and punishment are solutions to the threats that they see. I disagree on many levels, the first being that white people and white culture is under threat. Life on Earth is always a struggle for all life on Earth, in the sense that all life on Earth is under threat at all times. It's true that white culture and white people are, are threatened, but all cultures and all people are threatened. White, cis, male, European culture is the king of the hill on planet Earth for my entire life. And so, to hear from the king of the hill that they need to squash and punish and beat anything else, it doesn't ring true in my heart. It's, it's an abuser continuing abuse. And uh, I never want to be that abuser. I have never wanted to be that abuser. I romantically, idealistically, optimistically believe that a straight white male perspective that comes from a place of love attempts to speak for everyone even where it falls short i do hope that that it falls short in ways that illuminate the problems of the straight white male that in sharing in the beliefs and opinions if i fall short if i'm wrong and, and i'm sure i am that if it comes from a place of good intentions even though the road to hell is paved with good intentions that even the mistakes that i make can help is what we should all be looking for you know and you're sniggering at it and laughing at it What's so funny about when it comes down to it? What's so funny about that was the idea for the song, and I thought, well, it's a bit of a mouthful, but it's a really great title. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? So I don't, I don't. In this riotous police rioting, people rioting, coronavirus rioting, the military rioting, I don't know what the laws are. With regards to the fact that I just had, I think, Nick Lowe talking on a Rick Rubin show. I, I don't know if, if, you, if I'm, if you're allowed to hear that because of, because of lawyers, because of an injustice system that is class warfare coming from Rome. But I don't even know if it's Nick Lowe, whoever it was that wrote that song. It's poetry. It's, it's, it's a prayer. It's brilliance. It's, it's mystically beautiful. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Being a sun-worshipping nature lover like I am, believing that the earth should come first, believing those things with an oppressive system, destroying those things, we, as in me and people that agree with me or sympathize with me, we're placed in an oppressive trap in the sense that you cannot fight or I cannot figure out how to fight the rejection of nature that is destroying earth without entering the the universes of rejection of nature that you know the digital world it is not organic and not of earth it is of human hands okay so it is nick lowe and this is a great example of the things that i want to explore on my podcast whatever this becomes hopefully uh a people's movement for paradise on earth and the way this makes a great example of things that i want to address is that th this is source material for what you're listening to right now coming from my brain in my home. If I'm not allowed to record whatever is in the background that is inspiring me in the moment of my life, if I'm in my home with my belongings, 
including music, including podcasts. If I'm listening to anything in this room and speaking to the world on a microphone as a pardon my Francais fucking United States American citizen, even if the only thing that I'm fucking right now is my hand, as a complete jerk off, why can't I release it to the world? I want to tell you something as a very <laughs> dark, angry tangent. Someday I might talk about how I helped out at a school for autism for a year. But I'll tell you this. The woman who created it, whose son went there that she built it for, had me making videos to basically advertise the school, to hype the school, to fundraise for the school. And I learned how to do mild video editing, and I put a soundtrack on it. And I believe that the song that I used was Charles Mingus' Wednesday Night Prayer Meeting. And it was removed from YouTube for a non-profit school for autism as a background track to watching students live. It was brought down from YouTube by YouTube Germany. Now, what Germany has anything to do with anything about Charles Mingus or a school for autism? Please tell me, lawyers. Please tell me, judges. Please tell me from your Roman Diaz, 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 whatever you Romans call it. Anybody know what the situation is? Do you know what we can do and what we can't do? What we can't say and what we can't say? I don't know that anymore. And I don't have enough time to go and research all the laws. So I'm in the position that the only thing I can say about that is fuck it. Knowing that it was one of the tools to extinguish indigenous culture in the Americas, I pray and I hope that we can move on and past evangelicism. If you want to talk about a prince of peace, if you want to talk about a messiah, if you want to talk about the king of kings, can we just leave it as a live by the golden rule? Everyone's equal. And if you need to have a guru, if you need to have a Christ, because of him or her, now it's us. Our nation exists because we made promises to people who lived here where we are, and we destroyed their life and their culture with lies. Every treaty that founded the United States of America has been broken by the United States of America. This is something that the United States of America needs to address, needs to pardon this Latin word that sounds like something having to do with an anus, rectify the situation. Here's the thing about wing nuts, and I'm no carpenter, I'm a painter, but let's say you have like a screw and you want to hang something on it, you want to thread the screw through a hole on the thing that you want to mount. So you put it up, it slips right in onto the screw through the hole easily. And now it's where you want it to be, but you don't want it to be able to slide off. So a wing nut is easy to grab with your hands, with your fingers. It's easy to twist. It's easy to screw. And it stops whatever that thing is that you stuck on the mounted screw. It stops it from sliding off. Keeps it on. I'm a wing nut. 